Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, friends. I hope you're having a lovely, wonderful day. Um, I am really enjoying summer. It's so beautiful here in Denver. It's so sunny and warm. And we just got off of a weekend where we had rainy weather, which I also love. Like, we don't get much rain here in Denver. So whenever we do, I kind of revel in it because it's so rare. It kind of reminds me of living back on the East Coast when I lived in Boston for a couple years. So, um, yeah, that's what's going on over here in Denver. So today we're going to talk about how to increase the value you bring to your executive and organization. And actually I'm going to be sharing a concept I've developed over my nearly 20 years of experience at this point. And I think many of us think that if we want to increase the value we bring to our executive and organization, that we need to do more, that we need to hustle more, that we need to take on more responsibility, that we need to do all the things. But what I'm about to share with you today is a shift away from that. So I developed this concept called the value paradox. So the value paradox is this. When you focus on the end result, you will increase your value while simultaneously decreasing the effort and the time you spend. I'm going to read that again. When you focus on the end result with an eye towards efficiency, you will increase your value while simultaneously decreasing the effort and time you spend. So as I was stating just a moment ago, so many of us have this unconscious belief that in order to add value at the highest level, in order to earn more money, in order to really be valuable to our executive and organizations and increase the value we bring, we're going to have to hustle. We're going to have to learn work long hours. We're going to have to be available 24 seven or basically have no parameters or boundaries around our time, our energy, who we are as humans. But guys, what if the opposite is true? What if a well-placed no adds more value than saying yes to everything? Hear me out on this, guys. So we say no in order to make room for yes. There are only so many hours in the day, and in order to be effective and add value at the highest level, we have to strategically say no to carve out time and energy in order to be able to say yes. Also, When we work really efficiently and we are strategically thinking about how we manage our time, this adds value to our organization and it decreases stress for us. So instead of like playing the endless game of whack-a-mole and, you know, doing tasks as they come into your inbox or doing tasks as they hit your plate, if we can kind of categorize those things to be able to streamline our workflow, if we can build processes and procedures around our workflows that will cause predictability for our brain and help our brain move from one task to the next task. And if our brain knows what to expect, if we actually calendar those items in advance of our week and the front end of our week, and we leave some white space throughout our day because we all know that um, we all know that we're going to get derailed anyway. We all know that the, the last minute tasks are going to come up that we're going to need to attend to. But there's a way of even managing that that is strategic, right? Because we want to manage our time effectively and efficiently in order to add value at the highest level. And this also has the added benefit of dec- decreasing stress 
and anxiety around our workloads, around what's going on for us. Okay, so I'm going to actually break down this value paradox for you guys now a little bit. So when you focus on the end results, you will increase your value while simultaneously decreasing effort and the time you spend. So we're going to just going to talk about focusing on the end result. So often we aren't thinking strategically about the end results, about the work we're producing. We aren't looking at it and how it fits into our organization and how it fits into our our executive's life and world, we're not thinking about those things, right? Because we're just on, we're like, we have a task list and we're just knocking things off the list instead of like looking how it fits into the bigger picture. So thinking strategically about the end result will be a value add because you can actually see things that others may not think of. You can actually see things as it fits into the larger picture that a lot of people may not be aware of. And you can point those things out to your executive. You can point those things out to your organization. And a lot of us are focused on the hours we work and clocking our time, which is just such a low level way of thinking about our work and the value we're bringing. We need to really recognize and realize that we get paid, that our, that our pay scale is based on the value we bring to the organization, not the hours we work. Now, it makes sense that we would think this because historically thinking, like thinking historically rather, we have always been taught to live this way, right? Like we get up, we, when we were kids, we get up, we go to school and we spend however many days at, at, or however many hours at school without actually thinking about what it is that we're learning. So it makes sense then that when we're, that when we enter the workforce, we're just clocking our time, right? That makes sense. Um, so I just want to, I just want to state that as well. Like it's totally normal that we have this that we have this way of thinking about clocking our time and, and putting in our hours without thinking strategically about what it is we're actually creating, about what it is we're actually working for and towards for our executives and organizations. Totally normal, but there's a great way of thinking about it, and that is, what is the value I'm adding here? What is the value I'm, I'm adding to my executive by doing this task? How can I really think strategically about increasing the value I'm bringing to my executive and organization in this moment? And also, we need to get out of the weeds and stop playing the whack-a-mole. Like, thinking strategically requires both a bird's eye view and boots on the ground, right? Because the boots on the ground will be the details, and the bird's eye view will give you the broader perspective of what's actually going on and how the boots on the ground fits into the larger organization, how those tasks fit into the larger organization and into your executive's world. And that's a huge value add if you're able to do both. Executives tend to have a bird's eye view over everything. They tend to be visionary and we tend to be the boots on the ground. But if we can step into that visionary role alongside of our executive and kind of point out things that are um, missing from his perspective because we also have boots on the ground and a lot of our executives don't really have their, their hands on the rhythm of their company and, and the interpersonal dynamics and the culture. They think they do, but in actuality, we as EAs, we as administrative professionals have much more have a much more grounded and well-rounded perspective with regards to all of that, with regards to the company culture, with regards to what's actually required to get a task done, with regards to interpersonal dynamics and Bringing that perspective to our executive is like one of the huge, was one of the largest value adds that I have been able to bring, and I know many of my colleagues that have that are that are operating at this higher level bring. Right, we're able to point things out. We're also able to steer 
and manage the, cl- the culture of a company <laughs> because we're the bridge between the executive and the rest of the organization, which is just such a cool thing when you think about it. Okay, so the first part, like I said before, is increasing your value. Uh, is uh, sorry, sorry, the first part of the value paradox is when you focus on the end results. So focusing on the end results means that you think strategically about the end results that you are the boots on the ground and you can take a bird's eye view and that you don't think about your value add as time spent. It's about the value you bring, not the hours you work. So we really want to be aware of that. We think that we're bringing so much value if we work 80 hour weeks. That may not be true. If you're able to get done in 40 hour weeks, what most people are able to get done in 80 or 90 hours, that is a huge value add. (laughs) So that's the first part of this value paradox is breaking, it's focusing on the end result. Okay, so I'm going to read the value paradox again. When you focus on the end result, you will increase your value while simultaneously decreasing the effort and time you spend. Now we're going to talk about increasing your value. What does it mean to increase your value? This does not look like being all things to all people, as I said previously. This does also not look like having no boundaries. What it does look like is being solutions oriented. Regardless of who presents you with a problem, we can be solutions oriented, even though we may have a boundary that says, I'm not going to help you with this. That doesn't mean we can't point them in the right direction. We can't be a resource for them. We can't try to be solutions oriented for them. It just means that, hey, I'm not the person to be able to do this. I'm going to say no to make room for yes. And here's a great resource for you to be able to do that yourself. I think a lot of us have like this subconscious thing where we like solving problems for other people because it makes them so happy. But at the end of the day, solving problems that aren't ours or ours to own or that that they would be better off serving, that they would be better off figuring out or doing themselves will not serve you in the long run because everyone will always run to you always to do those things. It's kind of like when you give a man a fish, you feed him for like a a day. If you teach a man to fish, you feed him for life, right? So we want to empower those around us who we are not directly reporting to. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that if you support a team or whatever, that you don't support them in the way that you were hired to support them. What I am saying is that all the other people in your sphere, at your workplace, in your environment that you do not support, we can totally be solutions oriented for them And we can also teach them how to fish for themselves, right? Like we can also point them in the right direction, empower them to make choices, empower them to do their own expense reports, whatever the case may be. So another way that we increase our value is by producing high quality work efficiently. High quality work, guys. So we don't want to be making lots of mistakes, of course, of course, mistakes happen and it's human error and that's totally normal and and should be expected of any human producing work. But we want to produce high quality work efficiently. Notice I did not say perfect work. <laughs> I'm a fan of striving for excellence, not perfection. Perfection is a moving target and everyone is going to have a different understanding or a different idea about what per- perfect actually is. But producing high quality work, that's obtainable. Uh, so, um, and they put the word efficiently in there too, because we can spend so much time trying to produce high quality work, 
But if the efficiency piece isn't a part of it, that's going to be a, that's going to actually decrease your value, not your value as a human, but your value add to the company and your executive. So, when we think about producing high quality work efficiently, what I'm talking about here is producing B or B plus work, not A plus plus plus. So instead of spending 15 minutes wordsmithing an email that should have taken you two minutes to write, you write the two minute email and send it off. That's what I'm talking about when I say producing high quality work efficiently. Okay, so that's increase your value part of the paradox. So I'm going to read the paradox again, and then we're going to look at the next piece. When you focus on the end results, you will increase your value while simultaneously decreasing the effort and time you spend. When you focus on the end results, you will increase your value while simultaneously decreasing the effort and time you spend. Okay, so now we're going to talk about simultaneously decreasing effort and time you spend. So there are some roadblocks to this one. There are some beliefs that we have that are going to keep us stuck. A lot of us believe that if we want to add more value, we're going to need to work more hours. We're going to have to hustle harder. We're going to have to be available 24-7 or basically have no boundaries, like I said earlier in this episode. But I want us all to challenge ourselves and to challenge that thought and to challenge those roadblocks or those beliefs. And I want us all to ask ourselves how the opposite is true. How can I increase my value add to my executive and organization while decreasing the effort and the time you spend? So a few examples of this are email templates. I have an email template whenever I want need to request a receipt for my executive expense reports and I love it because I can just go in, copy the, copy the, um, copy my template, and just plug it into my email. I'm good to go. And you know, I also fill in the dates, everything. But it's so much easier than writing out an email every single time. So if you notice yourself writing the same email over and over, create a template for it. That's a great way of decreasing the effort and time you spend. And it's a simple way. And also, like another way of doing this is batching. So I um, pay bills for my executive. I manage his personal life in addition to his professional life. And I have a folder on my desk and I put bills that I receive in that folder. And I will pay bills once every week to once every two weeks. I'm not in there paying bills every single day. No, no, no. It's not efficient. It's not effective. It's not... It's not increasing my value add while decreasing effort and the time I'm spending. So really thinking strategically about how we utilize our time is a big, big part of this and also getting over those beliefs that in order to make a decent amount of money, in order to add value at the highest level, we're just going to have to hustle really, really hard and work hard, 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 hard all the time, right? Okay. Okay, guys. So this month in the membership, I'll be taking this concept even deeper. We're discussing how to increase your value, the value you bring to your executive and organization while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout. Um, I'll be taking this concept deeper. We're gonna be getting into the nitty gritty with regards to the steps you can take and the strategies you can implement to level up and add value at the highest level. If you'd like to join me, please feel free to do so. You can go on over to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started. In the meantime, be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. If you're an assistant or administrative professional, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the Whole Assistant membership. 
In this membership, we'll be unpacking and implementing the concepts I discuss on this podcast with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you want to create sustainable strategies that will help you level up while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power, this membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started.